0: The very idea of human being some sort of natural concept is really going to change. Our bodies will be so high-tech, we won't be able to really distinguish between what's natural and what's artificial. This is profound. She said the very idea of human beings being some sort of a natural concept is going to change, and that our bodies are going to be so high-tech, we will not be able to distinguish between what's natural and what's artificial. This is the merger of man and machine. This is the transhumanist agenda. This is the World Economic Forum's official video from their own YouTube channel. One of the features of this fourth industrial revolution is that it doesn't change what we are doing, but it changes us. There you just heard Klaus Schwab, the founder and executive chairman for the World Economic Forum, say that the fourth industrial revolution is going to change us, change humanity. One of the things that I think is so essential to free and open societies is freedom of thought. Um, And up until now, the conversation we've been having is around freedom of speech. Once we can access people's thoughts and access people's emotions, we have to create a space that enables people to think freely, to think divergent thoughts, to think creative thoughts. And in a society where people fear having those thoughts, uh, the likelihood of being able to enjoy progress is significantly diminished. Did you just hear that? She said, right now the discussion has been around free speech, but basically once we get that out of the way, (laughs) once we get access to people's thoughts, and once we get access to people's emotions, we need to create a framework for people to think in, so people aren't scared, and so people are safe. This is absolutely terrifying. Talk about thought police. Uh, They are fully intending and telling us right now that they plan to have direct access to your thoughts and to your emotions and be able to manipulate them as they see fit, of course, for the greater good. This is not about saving the planet, this is not about equality, this is about control. They want to redefine what it means to be human and determine for you your role and your future of being essentially a transhumanist uh, cyborg uh, integrated into this new control grid.
1: Welcome to today's brief intelligence session. Today we are reviewing some of the words of the Dark Lord. Some of the words of Lord Voldemort, otherwise known as Klaus Schwab. We've talked about it many times before, that we are moving into an antichrist climate of a supernatural sort. Of course, there has been many antichrists before, but they are not the ones who serve as the one that the scriptures point to. We are talking about global transformation. Global transformation. So At this time it is necessary In the year 2023 As we move towards 2025 It is necessary to prepare Those who have an ear to hear With the information About some of the Biblical changes that are Underway right now Whether people know it or not Unbeknownst to the biblically illiterate I've said it a trillion times The basic instructions before leaving earth The Bible, the Torah, the instructions, the data that Yahweh has given to man, Adam, is profitable for learning, for instruction, for admonition, for warning, for spiritual edification, for education, for enlightenment, and for overall strengthening. So now we have one of the mouthpieces of Lucifer, as some would like to call him. One of the mouthpieces of the fallen anointed cherub, Ben-Halel, a man who has visionary powers that are not really all that visionary. It is nothing but a secular display and presentation of what the Hebrew prophets have prognosticated and declared and published concerning the future. Over a thousand years ahead of time. Over 2000 years ahead of time. And in some cases, over 2400 years. Ahead of time. So, tonight we will delve into some of the words of Lord Voldemort, Klaus Schwab, the chairman of the World Economic Forum, as he talks about what the future holds. Like I said, Genesis chapter 6, Bittasheath chapter 6 talks about a terraformation of the earth. A change in the spiritual climate and a change in the natural environment and a change on the face of the earth. Unearthly entities came down to men. And corrupted mankind. Mankind means male and female. But the scriptures go on and say it wasn't just men and women that they corrupted. They corrupted animals. The creeping things. Aquatic sea life. They taught sorcery, dark arts, and sciences that mankind could not handle. Leading man to destroy himself, to destroy the planet, to destroy the ecosystem, to destroy the cosmic equilibrium to destroy the planet upon which men were placed. So now we're talking about a dangerous introduction of synthetic biology into The world. I have said it so many times before that something as simple as a piece of chewing gum is not readily understood by those who consume it. They don't understand what the ingredients are that are contained within this chewing gum, they don't understand the chemicals that are put within this chewing gum. They don't understand the aspartame and the phenyl and the phenylalanine. They don't understand that there's formaldehyde in it. They don't understand that there's 50% phenylalanine in aspartame. 40% aspartic acid. In 10% methanol. When this cocktail reaches the right temperature, which is 88 degrees Fahrenheit, it morphs into a nothing less than toxic substance. But see, none of this is thought about. All of this can be found within a Diet Coke. All of this can be found within sugar-free products. All of this can be found within something as simple as a piece of chewing gum that you may give to your children or give to yourself. But then aspartame is found in 6,500 other food products. 6,500 other food products. Anyway, let us get back. The bottom line is that it would be so much, so much more a better world if we all respected and adhered to what the Most High has given to us for our spiritual, physical, mental, biological existence. But we are getting ready to do something totally different. We have returned to the days of Noah. I said we have returned to the days of Noah. So let us move through, let us move through a little bit of data and information to paint some small images on the intellectual canvas that stands before us today on this show. This is taken from the great narrative, not the great reset, the great narrative let's see how much we can do within a short period of time because I don't intend to be long this evening. We have lots of information to work through and we will systematically. So let us begin. According to the IEA, by 2026, global renewable electricity capacity is forecast to rise more than 60% from 2020, levels to over 4,800 GW, equivalent to the current total global power capacity of fossil fuels and nuclear combined. Renewables are set to account for almost 95% of the increase in global power capacity through 2026, with solar PV alone providing more than half. The amount of renewable capacity added over the period of 2021 to 2026 is expected to be 50% higher than from 2015 to 2020. This is a remarkable progression made possible by relentless scientific and technological progress that will accelerate even further when long-duration energy storage LDES, solutions are found. Promising technologies like iron flow batteries and hydrogen storage, among others, are being developed. When they become operational, scalable, and cost-efficient, the prospect of cheap, abundant green energy will cease to be a dream. Many such innovations are at different stages in terms of their development. Some in their infancy and others well advanced. But as they progress, they amplify each other in a fusion of technologies. Aside from the speed and breadth of what goes on in various domains and subdomains, it is the harmonization and integration between so many different disciplines and discoveries that make the fourth industrial revolution so unique. The coming convergence of the physical, digital, and biological worlds The defining feature of the fourth industrial revolution means that tangible innovations resulting from the exploration of interdependencies between specific technologies are no longer science fiction. They never were science fiction. Science fiction was nothing less than a psychological conditioning tool to prepare you subconsciously for what was determined for you. by the social engineers predictive programming and psychological conditioning is what we're talking about here the ancients possessed a technology that the present modern day group of peoples have failed to understand. They think Plato was joking when he was talking about Atlantis. But Plato was initiated by the Hierophants and priests of Egypt, of Mitzrayim, as it is written in the Hebrew, Aramaic, Canaanite tongue. Anyway Today for example Digital fabrication technologies Can interact with the biological world In an effort to find Inspiration in nature and go green Let us not forget That the pale green Clorox chloros Horse in the book of Revelation Is Spiritually connected to the green movement, which is going to bring about the death of the natural system of things, the natural earth, and the natural definition of what life is. You know, it's been said that the COVID-19 agenda the COVID-19 psyop, the COVID-19 biological warfare operation has brought an end to the energy that used to surround family gathering. In many cases, coming together with the family has been absolutely, totally destroyed. What it means to socialize and interact with human warmth is gone and of course social media exacerbates this situation but for a number of years the world was put through a psychological hamster wheel and now it has changed the fabric of society The damage is done. Anyway, let us move right through because we're not going to be long tonight. In an effort to find inspiration in nature and go green, some designers and architects are already mixing computational design, additive manufacturing, materials engineering, and synthetic biology to pioneer a new symbiosis between microorganisms, our bodies, the products we consume, and even the buildings we inhabit. In doing so, they are making and growing objects that are continuously mutable and adaptable, hallmarks of the plant and animal kingdoms, changing the absolute software of nature. The number one tall tale sign of returning to the days of Noah. Even in the Torah, which is most likely the only text on the planet Earth that specifically isolates the concept and idea that seeds are not to be mixed together. That certain fabrics are not to be mixed together. And that the power of procreation is not to be corrupted, which is the furtherance of the species. Like the scripture said Everything that is brought forth Contains within itself a seed Which is a library and book Of software and information Allowing for The propagation Of the thing that God made For its durability For its longevity And for its Equilibrated existence Something, somewhere, someone, somewhere has given man the bright idea that it's time to tamper with what he does not even begin to fully understand. Only 2% of DNA is understood. 98% is still a mystery to man. And the same goes with the universe And the same goes with the ocean The same goes with the ocean floor And what's down there We don't know But people talking so matter of fact about What they call science And it's not science at all It is pseudoscience Let us move on Progress is here, Lord Voldemort says, but it remains to be seen what the next big thing in technology will be. Where will it come from, and how will it contribute to resolving some of the biggest risks we collectively face? It will come from the Nephilim. It will come from the Gibarine. It will come from the Eirene, which is the Fallen Watchers. That's where it will come from. That's where the Atlanteans got it from. That's where the Egyptians got it from. That's where the Babylonians got it from. That's where the Sumerians got it from. That's where the Akkadians got it from. For all the multiple reasons already touched upon above, it's hard to tell. There is such a profusion of different technologies that enrich each other, and they each progress so fast. Just like the prophet Daniel said it would, that knowledge would explode and increase exponentially and men will begin to run to and fro, and knowledge shall be rabah, greatly increased, as it is written in our Nevin, no one else's. It is written in our prophets, no one else's. There is such a profusion of different technologies that enrich each other, and they each progress so fast that it makes prognostics hazardous. Even the ubiquitous computer is on the cusp of radical change. In 2014, Eric Brynjolfsson and Andrew McAfee stated in the second machine age that computers had become so dexterous, or dexterous, that it was virtually impossible to predict their application a few years in the future. Seven years later, computer scientists and investors are confident that quantum computing will become commercially available within the next 10 to 15 years. Even though it was available mm, five to seven years ago. Check out Deep Wave. Check out Jordy Rose. Check out David Deutsch. Destined to revolutionize everything we do by processing information millions of times faster than today's classic Computers. But in the search for the proverbial next big thing, synthetic biology, whose development will benefit hugely from concomitant developments in artificial intelligence and quantum computing, is a prime candidate. As already alluded to in several parts of this book, it holds the promise of reprogramming biology to mass-produce cells for the benefit of our individual well-being and that of our planet. Fighting diseases. Really? Fighting diseases? How are you going to fight disease when you got PFOA and PFOS and Teflon and C8 permeating and saturating the entire earth? Even the polar bears in Antarctica have PFOS, Teflon, C8, DuPont chemicals flowing through their blood stream. But we won't put an end to those diabolical corporate pharmaceutical practices. But we're talking about doing what is great for the planet. Man, the devil really is damned. And all of his children likewise. Likewise. Sounding so intelligent on one hand, but absolutely stupid on the other hand. You can't eradicate cancer if all you're going to do is continue to cover up and mask up the pharmaceutical corporate carcinogens that are being blanketed all over the earth by companies like DuPont, 3M, BASF, whom I worked for for eight years in Deutschland. anyway let us move on somebody out there will decrypt and read in between the lines and discern what the spirit is saying to the kahal the assembly there is nowhere in any ancient text that the word church is mentioned kahal does not mean church Ecclesia does not mean church. Sunagage does not mean church. Adath does not mean church. Keneseth does not mean church. So, somebody needs to figure out where that word came from. Because it didn't come from the Bible. Fighting diseases, increasing food production and generating energy in a sustainable manner, cleaning water, devouring carbon dioxide from the atmosphere, but not devouring PFAS and Teflon and C8 from the atmosphere. Forever Chemicals is what they're called. I'ma say it again, Forever Chemicals is what they're called. I'ma say it a third time, like the Torah said, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. We need to eradicate forever, chemicals. Then we can start talking about eradicating cancer. We need to stop putting them out. Stop putting BPA in baby bottles and receipt ink, bisphenol A. Stop putting hormone disruptors in the drinking water and using plastics and look, we could go forever. I could go forever. On how asinine it is to talk about what great and good we're going to do with technology without having turned around and undoing the demonic destruction that we've already commenced to release on an ongoing basis throughout the planet for a profit, for money, for business. Let us continue. Fighting diseases, increasing food production, and generating energy in a sustainable manner, cleaning water, devouring carbon dioxide from the atmosphere. All these become distinct possibilities as biology and engineering progressively come together. Such perspectives prompt some biologists to declare enthusiastically that the potential of synthetic biology is for civilization-scale flourishing. Let me say that again. Such perspectives prompt some biologists to declare enthusiastically that the potential of synthetic biology is for civilization-scale flourishing, a world of abundance, not scarcity, supporting a growing global population without destroying the planet. So what they're telling you right there is that without this technology, a growing global population is destroying the planet. Now we understand why eugenics Comes into play and will never go away. Now we understand Bill Gates' philanthropic efforts and initiatives, their philanthropy. George Soros and Warren Buffett and the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds and British fake royalty, all, all of these things. Now we see why secretly they hold the belief, the philosophy that the planet needs to be rid of the undesirables. In the meantime, groundbreaking inventions are taking place in specific domains with the very tangible potential of exercising a positive impact on issues like climate change. Remember, I call it Earth change. And Earth changes and cosmic changes, of course, naturally, inevitably affect weather and climate on the planet that you live on. There's destructive catastrophic storms on the surface of Jupiter too. Are we blaming that on climate change? I don't think so. But anyway, CRISPR is one of them. Jennifer Doudna, a biochemist who has done pioneering work in CRISPR gene editing and who received the Nobel Prize in chemistry in 2020, said in our interview, CRISPR is a technology that allows scientists to change the code of life in cells. Somebody's going to catch up to what she just said. Because what she just said is torn right out the pages of why God destroyed the earth before. Genesis chapter 6 in the days of Noah, which Yeshua is the only one, the Mashiach and the greatest prophet of all who said, Before the Son of Man returns and cracks the matrix of the sky. The sons and daughters of man will have returned to the days of Noah. He says so as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the day of the coming of the Son of Man. CRISPR is a technology that allows scientists to change the code of life in cells. We can manipulate individual genes or the switches that turn genes on and off, and we can now do that in any organism with precision. That's the CRISPR technology and the breakthrough there. How does it help us deal with problems like climate change? Well, imagine that we could help bacteria be much more effective at capturing carbon and storing it in the soil. They do this naturally of course but we now have the tools in hand to speed up effectively the process of evolution and make them do this kind make them do this kind of thing better faster and in the time frame that will be beneficial for dealing with climate change no doubt radical innovation is coming i think over the next 5 to 10 years This will become one of the major ways that human societies will be able to manage the challenge of excess carbon in the atmosphere. Now we are coming towards a close for today's program. This will be the last section that we cover. To give everyone an idea about what types of discussions are taking place in the halls, in rooms, in summits, in meetings of the World Economic Forum, and the Bilderberg Group, and the Davos Group. The field of synthetic biology is awash with capital and ideas, as proven by International Genetically Engineered Machine, iGEM. The acronym is I-G-E-M, iGEM. It says, as proven by the International Genetically Engineered Machine competition that gives students all over the world the opportunity to push the boundaries of synthetic biology by tackling everyday issues facing humanity. Every year, 6,000 university students and multidisciplinary teams work together to design, build, test, and measure a system of their own design using interchangeable biological parts and their standard molecular biology techniques. The richness and diversity of their proposals presented at the annual Jamboree open a whole world of seemingly infinite possibilities. The clearest sign of potential success in the amount of capital being invested in the field In the first half of 2021, companies and startups in synthetic biology raised nine billion with a B. Nine billion worldwide, both in IPOs and from venture capitalists. More than the total amount raised in 2020 and an almost tenfold increase compared to twenty fifteen. In addition, established companies are increasingly creating joint ventures or working in collaboration with synthetic biology firms and startups in a broad variety of industries. The company Impossible Foods uses synthetic biology to create its plant-based burgers. Lululemon, the athleisure company, is shifting from petrochemical-based nylon to bio-built fabrics. Tire makers are exploring the use of bio-based alternatives for chemical polymers traditionally used to manufacture tires. Cosmetics and fragrance companies increasingly rely on ingredients supplied by synthetic biology businesses. The list could go on. We'll stop there for today. Lord Voldemort, has pointed out several pertinent important imperative pieces of information but who do we have to break these things down all you need to know is that I don't care with no one has told you in times past it is incontrovertibly clear that we are going towards what the biblical prophets have said full speed artificial intelligence plays a role the fourth industrial revolution plays a role the creation of CBDCs and digital currency and crypto and the blockchain, digital ledgers, global governance, digital infrastructure all digital infrastructures, all these things play a part and a role in fulfilling biblical prophecy. Till next time, Shalom Aleichem.